You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. I'm also the editor and publisher of bcbulletin.com. On today's show, we are going to get into some viewer and listener mailbag questions that you had, and we're also going to go into the news. We're going to push off some of our positional previews until next week, but we're going to jump in and talk a little bit about the news, and there were some great questions that we had. We're also going to hit our five-star Friday, and I have a few shout-outs to make at the end of the show today, so you're going to make sure you want to hear that. Now, the big news for football today was the announcement of both transfers Alec Singfield and Trey Barry. Neither of these commitments are of any surprise to anyone who's listened to this podcast or read any of my work at bcbulletin.com. Sinkfield, he was a running back from West Virginia. He's a speed back. We talked about him on the show earlier this week. Uh, he did not practice with Boston College this spring. I believe he's probably finishing whatever he was doing at West Virginia before he headed over to BC. Now, Trey Barry, again, we talked about him uh, a couple days ago that he committed. And uh, that, you know, his news being broke today was a big thing because I know that there was some worry that he may uh, bolt to one of the SEC programs and to have him signed, sealed and delivered. That 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 kind of clarifies all of that and gets him on campus. Now, um, Jeff Halfley had a comment to make after today. He said, We are excited to add two experienced skill position talents in Alec and Trey, said Halfley. Both guys fit the character and culture of our program and will be great additions to our offense. I can't wait to see them on the field with our team for summer workouts. So they're both in the fold. Now, again, as we said before, this kind of puts a bow on what could be a really special offense. And we're going to talk more about that in one of our mailbag questions later. A little piece of recruiting news to watch for this weekend. Sion Hala, a defensive back from St. John Bosco in California, one of the best programs in the country, is going to commit today. I'm not sure of the timing of it, but he's going to announce his commitment. And if he ends up at Boston College, we have full coverage of everything you're going to want to know about him. And I know 247 Sports has uh, crystal balls all pointing his uh, BC's way. So uh, you want to check that out. We're going to have scouting reports. We'll give you all the, the breakdown on all of that. And... Just to give you a heads up, the scouting report will probably be behind the BC BC Bulletin premium paywall. And as I've said before, it's only a dollar for the first month and a cup of coffee a month after that. If you really like good in-depth work, this is what you're going to, you know, it's not a bad deal. And you get coverage from everywhere on Sports Illustrated, whether it's SIL American, whether it's Sports Illustrated itself. And you, you're going to get some great coverage from me. You get all the BC coverage that you want. And it's just a way to... Um, continue to get that. And by doing this, I'm going to continue to give you even better coverage than some of the things that you've have seen from me in the past. Baseball news. Um, again, I've joked about this last week. Um, they're playing right now against Virginia. They're getting smoked. They were down seven, nothing last I checked. I'm not watching it They're The season's almost over. Um, this season cannot end fast enough. I mean, the only thing, the only, um, bow on the season is that Sal Freelich looks like he's going to be a top 10 pick and we'll obviously cover all of that because um, you always want to see uh, some of these guys be successful. It's an easy way to get the program up is if you see other players be uh, successful in the big league. So good luck to Freelich. We'll hear more about that. There's two more games this weekend against Virginia and then the season is over. They're out of the uh, NCAA ACC tournament. They're definitely not making it to the NCAA tournament um, and it'll just be another end to this year. 
And then let's look a little bit at conference news. So USA Today's Steve Berkowitz had a full breakdown of all the revenue distribution from the conferences to the member schools in the fiscal year of 2020. And the ACC is dead last. And this is a major problem. So the way it goes, the Big Ten had the most. They had $54.3 million, followed by the SEC, 45. Uh, Big 12 was 37 to $40 million. The Pac-12, 33 million. And the ACC was 30.9 million to 37 million and 10 million to Notre Dame. Uh, This is all due to the television deal that Boston College, not Boston College, the ACC has with ESPN. Now, many people are excited about that deal. It's an albatross on this conference, honestly. If you want to hear more about it, I've talked about it with Candace Cooper on Locked on ACC. This deal is, it's long. I believe it was 20 years, um, signed about five or six years ago. So the ACC is locked in this non-advantageous deal while all the other Power 5 conferences are able to make more money on these shorter deals on their networks. So Jim Phillips has got to figure something out because the ACC cannot be last in this in this field, especially when you've got a team like Clemson. Um, you know, Obviously, you want to see better results on the field from all your other member teams. But if you want to get that kind of... Um, prestige and and you know money counts to these programs and as much as you want to say oh all these ch- these programs are filthy rich remember that these athletic departments are their own island on a college campus and that all this football revenue has to go to rowing golf skiing you know women's lacrosse all the non-revenue sports like 95% of their money comes from their media contracts that they have the this the member schools have with school with like programs like ESPN. So when BC and these other schools in the ACC are getting less money, it hurts all of the athletic programs on campus. They need to figure out how to do this. And I had heard and I haven't seen anything new about it, but I believe the ACC can re-look at the deal in the middle. And I don't know what kind of leverage they're going to have to be able to kind of hopefully get more money out of ESPN because ESPN is part of Disney and Disney is loaded. So they need to figure this out. They need to get they need to figure a way out of this deal and they need to renegotiate with either ESPN or some other provider to get that money, because right now the ACC is last And this is a big problem for the conference. In a moment, we're going to jump into the viewer and listener mailbag. And we're going to talk a little bit about some questions that you all had. But let me tell you about our good friends at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track it all at BetOnline. Get all your latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus when you use promo code Locked On. Again, promo code Locked On on Bet Online. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, welcome back to Locked On Boston College. This is our listener mailbag edition. Our first question, and we're going to take some time with this, is from P. Letterman, who says If the defense takes a step forward as predicted, What's stopping us from competing for the ACC Atlantic? We have the offense to score points. Absolutely. You know, the big thing that will prevent BC from competing in the Atlantic has to always be Clemson. That's the the, the first and foremost answer to anything that talks about winning the, the Atlantic. How do you get by Clemson? And 
you you can you, you can look at the school, you can look at BC's, you know, improvement. You know, they go out, they get a five-star recruit like Jaden Lars would be at safety. They get, you know, a, a, a top 20, a top 30 recruiting class. They're bringing in talent at positions that they need, like, you know, tight end and, and running back. But is that enough to take down a school that is just top to bottom full of blue chip recruits? You know, you have DJ, DJ Ugalalalele, one of the best quarterbacks in the country on paper, taking over for Trevor Lawrence. And we saw what he could do against Boston College last year, right? You saw, you know, he started off slow in his first start, and then he just turned it on, and that was the end of BC. Now, as you said, P. Letterman, their defense d- should be better on paper. You know, I, I, I still think that whoever they bring in at linebacker, will be more effective in this defense than what Max Richardson and Isaiah McDuffie did last year. And I don't want to take anything away from them. I just think that getting guys like, you know, Isaiah Graham Mobley and and Cam Arnold in there will be able to do more things with them than you could with the other guys. And there'll be more talent around them to do things. And all it took, you know, BC only lost by less than a touchdown to Clemson. So it wasn't like they were out of that game last year. Did they get better in this last year than they did against Clemson you know, in 2020. I say they did. So right there, you you have you have the argument that Boston College could hang with Clemson this year. Now, the big issue, so the bigger issues that you see, now you're going to face Clemson this year with a full Death Valley on, uh, on homecoming night. You have DJ with a whole season behind his belt and probably three or four games where he's going to get to kind of tune up and obviously talent all around them. So it's not an easy out for BC. The, I mean, obviously, they're going to be huge underdogs in that game. But could they do it? Absolutely. But I think also it's important to, to say, too, that as BC improves, so do many other teams in, the, in this conference and teams that Boston College is going to have to get through. Now, I don't think Syracuse will be one of those teams this year. I just don't see that. I, I don't see them making the next step yet. Um, and, I, and I said on Locked on ACC this week, I don't know if they're if Dino Babers is done um, or if his, you know, his, you know, gimmicky offense is going to ever pick up again with a new quarterback, but I don't see them doing it. Other teams, though, in the ACC uh, do do catch my eyes. And and these are the teams that I think could go in the right direction. Louisville. I think Scott Satterfield is a very good coach and he could cause problems. We saw it last year. Their team was terrible last year and they still almost beat BC. So, you know, they're going to get better. And if they get better, could they take out BC? That's, it's a, it's a valid question to ask. Same thing with Wake Forest. I think Dave Clawson does a nice job, kind of what you would expect of the BC um, develop the way he develops, kind of like BC would, where he gets guys in, he develops them up, and he and he he competes on the field. They could they could honestly, I would not be surprised if Wake Forest was a borderline top twenty five team. Same thing with NC State. You know, Dave Doran is a consistent nine game winner. Uh, there's going to be talent up and down that roster again. Could they take out BC? So there's and, and then Florida State. Now they're the biggest wild card because they're a team that can recruit just like Clemson, but they haven't yet to figure out how to put it all together in about five or six years. So can they finally do that? They have the talent. Mackenzie Milton, if he can if he can get his legs underneath him and move past that injury, he could be the next answer at Florida State. So while Boston College is going to take this next step, and, and I totally believe that they will, 
I think it's also fair to think that some teams in their conference are going to take those steps too. And that could cause them to not win the ACC Atlantic, even if they do beat Clemson, which again is a huge question mark. Can they do that? I mean, I love to see Boston College beat Clemson. That would be a, a nice bow on Halfley's start to this this uh, run as coach at BC, but it's a big one. Can he do it? We'll have to see this year. Now, in a moment, we're going to answer one more question uh, that I thought was great. And we'll, but before we do, let's talk about Built Bar. I love Built Bars. They're a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have they're great for you. 18 grams of protein, just about 130 calories on some of them, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and some of their flavors are just so good. I love coconut almond. It's one of my favorite. And I just heard the birthday cake version is back. I got a sample of this the other day. I couldn't believe that this thing had only four grams of sugar in it. It tasted like a really tasted like a candy bar. It tasted like a piece of cake. It's delicious. Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. We're doing our uh, fantastic five-star Friday here on the show and I have three different people I need to shout out who uh, left five-star reviews over the last week. If you want to get shouted out, all you need to do is head on over to Apple iTunes, give us a five-star review, and write a quick little review as well that says, like, why you like the show. Kind of like Chris BC 88 who's one of my favorite listeners, and I'm sure he's listening right now. Um, he says, five stars. The most... The most comprehensive BC sports coverage anywhere. AJ provides fair and consistent coverage despite a curious obsession with the tight end position, which we joked about yesterday. Wait, one may even suggest he is locked on tight end. Am I right? Hashtag dad jokes. Hashtag free Baldwin Jr. Caw, caw, Chris BC 88. Yeah, uh, (laughs) I love getting good jokes like this. So Chris is one of my favorites. Uh, Thank you for sending me those messages. I'm a dad. I love dumb dad jokes too. So, um, I appreciate that you think I'm fair because I've heard some, from some people who say I'm a honk that all I care about is BC and that I'm not fair and I, I have way too um, optimistic views. So I'm glad you said that. Uh, then we have Dan, the super fan, who said as a diehard. Oh, sorry. Thank you, AJ. This is awesome. As a diehard BC fan since I was a kid growing up in Massachusetts and love for college sports. This has been a great podcast with all the daily coverage. I listen to it every day on my commute to work. I would recommend this to every BC fan I know. There is no better daily source for BC sports news and recruiting updates. Thank you, AJ, for all your hard work. And Dan, thank you. And I believe you were the same one that sent me the email. And I want to I want to thank you as well for that email. And John Reardon, he always sends me emails. I want to thank you as well. Uh, he always asks me questions. Um and that is great. And I want to thank you all. If, if you've been listening this week, um, I see an interesting little trend. I know you guys like, it seems like you are binge people that um, at the start of my weeks, I'm like, wow, no one's listening. And all of a sudden on like Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, I notice you all start listening to like every episode I did during the week and do like three or four in a row. Um, and that's great. I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. As long as you listen to my shows, it's all that matters. Um, but thank you. And, um, you know, if you want more access to me, I'm starting to do some fun stuff. Like uh, if you are, if you're like, if you have some kids and you know what it is, there's this thing called discord. It's like a chat room slash message board that I have for premium members on my site. Uh, again, it's only a dollar for the first month, $5 a month after that. 
Um, and you can go in there and you can chat with me anytime. If you want to at like make dad jokes at me all day, you can do that. If you want recruiting news for me, I have a recruiting room on there that I just, I put in news. I just put in two little tidbits in there today. Um, there's a general BC sports worm. I'm going to continue adding rooms that have all sorts of things. There's an ask AJ anything question. Like if you want to ask me like, you know, uh, who's my favorite BC player, I'll put it in there. If you want to ask me what my favorite beer is, I don't care. I'll answer anything. You just at it's on there. Discord's super easy to use. So even if you're an older person, I mean, I, don't, I didn't even know what it was until I kind of d- dived into it. It's super easy. You just download it on your phone. I give you the link when you sign up to be a premium member. Boom, you're in. Um, and there's some great BC fans in there. So again, it's only five bucks a month. Check it out. Peter Zapala asked, are we looking at a top 10 offense, 500 yards per game, and a top five passing offense, 350 yards per game this upcoming season? Now, that is a great question, and I'm going to honk all the way on this one, Peter, because I say we do. <laughs> I have such high expectations for this upcoming season that I don't think um, 500 yards per game is out of that, out of the realm of possibility, especially when you consider BC was very good on offense last year, and they played an all almost an all-ACC schedule. This year, they get to add in UMass, Colgate, and Temple, three terrible teams that BC is probably going to put a ton of points on. So they're going to get a a little bit of curve there and be able to kind of really pad their stats. Hopefully on top of that, you look at all the teams they're playing and they've got some decent defenses. You got Clemson. Who's going to be good. They're always Clemson, but no other defenses that are like, wow, they're going to, they're on paper. They're going to lock down. Right? So looking at them and saying, Hey, could they get 350 yards a game uh, on offense? With that, with with the passing attack that they have, if they take that next step, and my gosh, I can't wait to see what Trey Barry can do. Um, I think they could do that. I think Phil Jakovic is only going to get better because, as I've said before in this podcast, he was really good last year, but there were some things that he could improve on, and I think they're very fixable things. And if he gets that, he's going to be so dangerous. Um, you know, I think I'll save it for another podcast. Um, because we're hitting the summer and there's time to talk about all sorts of theoretical things. But on paper, I think this offense has the ability to be as good as 2007 under Matt Ryan. And I, I, I'm sure there's some people my age going, oh, how can you say that, AJ? I'll get into it in another episode. Maybe next week I'll talk about it. But I think this offense is multidimensional. It's uh, it's got tons of talent. It has veteran leadership. I mean, top to bottom, you look at every position now on that offense and you have someone who could have a big game. And that's when you know you have a good offense. When you don't have to rely on A.J. Dillon or Andre Williams to do everything for you and you have, you know, Zay Flowers could have a big game. Trey Barry could have a big game. You have, um, you know, Kobe White could have a big game. C.J. Lewis could make big pl- passes. Phil Jakovic could just do it himself. He could give it to Alex Singfield. He could do it to Patrick Garwo. You have all these options, and that is what makes a good offense. So could they be top five? You know, there's a lot of gimmicky teams out there that, you know, especially with passing teams that just put up absurd numbers and they just do it and their defense are terrible. So they're out there all the time. So I'm not sure I want to say they're going to be top five, but I could see this being a top 20 offense, definitely a top five def- uh passing attack. I, I would probably play. I've, I've been looking at numbers. I, I was going to say like seven or eight probably seems like the money spot for them, but 
I, I just look at them and I go, man, this is going to be a fun team to watch. And you see some, you see a, a mix in the media on how they're reacting to this. You got like guys like Kirk Herbstreet are like, whoa, this team's going to be really good. And but then you see, um, I just saw a gambling site, and I'll put it up on on BC Bulletin tomorrow that has the over under on BC football with wins at six next year. Six. They have three games against cupcakes. They're going to smoke. You're telling me this offense is going to win three more games other than that. I mean, if I was a gambler, I would be putting lots of money on that because that seems like an easy win. I have this team at eight or nine wins. Easy. Eight seems like the floor for this team. So you see a lot of things like that. And yeah, Vegas, Vegas has their, um, you know, they know things, but also they just go on reputation on years past and, and BC hasn't shown it yet. I think they will this year. And I think this offense is going to be something special and something fun to watch. And I can't wait to talk about it with you guys all summer long. Uh, this is AJ Black. I'm going to sign off for the weekend. I hope you enjoyed. I'm going to be on BC Bulletin. I'll be on the uh, my uh, Discord channel if you have any questions you want to talk to me. I hope you sign up. Um, and I and I just want to let you guys know I'm not like hawking my premium service a lot. Um, you know, there's different things that are going on on my sites that have different ways, and I, you know, it's a way for me to um, be monetized for what I do. And I know sometimes that sucks, but it's a way for me to make money on working my butt off for you guys. And I do it with a smile on my face every single day. This is AJ black. Again, check me out on Twitter at AJ black underscore BC on Facebook and Instagram and every other social media app. I'm on there. Hope to see you all again next week for another show. Take care, everyone.